freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcasts subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's a sibling happy hour. I'm with my sis, Jay. We're going to be talking about, unfortunately, the school shooting. They don't want to feed the kids at school and my sister's trip. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? You kind of got to tan a little bit. Nah. <laughs> no, I was just I appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. Um but the answer is no. I didn't. Not, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I'm just as white as I was when I left. But that yeah. is also one, I just stopped tanning. And then two, uh, I wear an obscene amount of sunblock. Well, that's good though, right? Yes, because I I would rather be pale and look young than have a tan and be aged. So I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna block them UVA and UVB rays, and y'all enjoy y'all tans. I'll just look like Casper, but a youthful Casper. Okay, well, welcome back. Thank you. Appreciate glad it. to have glad you here. Glad to be back. Uh, kind of. Let's get to it. Yeah. We got a lot to, there's a lot going on in my absence. I came back to a shit show. Yeah, Sorry, I've, didn't mean to cuss, but. Um, you know. So right. yeah, it was an S show because this is, we're on a regular YouTube. This ain't the uncensored after hours. Well, I apologize. And you ain't got to apologize. It's just that shit. Is, yeah. It's just shit. Yeah, you ain't got to apologize. They did a South Park episode where they said it like a million times. So I, I can believe it. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, okay, so the kids, the kids, the shooting. Yeah, I, I feel like we have to talk about it, even though I don't want to talk about it. And and honestly, it's because I might be a little desensitized now. Because it's happening so frequently. I think after Sandy Hook, when the bozos and the murderers of this country realized that our government was not going to do anything to even protect six and seven year old children, that like it was like all the gloves are off. The bar is in hell. And um, now they're just. I looked it up. CDC says for ages between what, one and nine, uh, one of the leading cause of death is assault, homicide for children um, in this country. And that's our fault. Yeah. That's our fault. 
um, in just this month alone, and just in March 2023, there have been 38 mass shootings, 57 people have been killed, 133 people have been injured, according to Axios. The, again, we've only been, it's only the third month. It's like only the just, third month. It's only the third month of the year. I mean, but that was just for the month of March. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was just for the month of that March. Wasn't, that wasn't 2023 altogether. No. That was just March. In 2023 altogether, there's been 130 mass shootings. It hasn't even been 130 days in this year yet. Yeah, that math is mathing. The math, that is, math mathing. is mathing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Look, people want to talk about rights, the Second Amendment, and I'm not for repealing the Second Amendment. The last thing I want is the only people that have guns is the government and the police. Booyah. I'm with I, you there. I believe in tooling up. I also believe there's no justifiable reason for us to have assault weapons. Correct. Correct. They're assault weapons. The th it's in the name right there. If you need an assault, if you need an AR-15 to go duck hunting, damn it, then you just need to retire from from hunting because you, ain't bringing, you can't shoot. You ain't bringing no meat home. You worse than Omar Epps and 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 in too deep. And if y'all don't know that movie, damn it, grow up. There was some good movies yeah. in the nineties, but yeah, in, 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 in too deep, Omar Epps was told to shoot some uh, uh, to shoot some people, and he missed. He emptied the clip. And missed everybody. Mm -hmm. He couldn't shoot. That's what they said. He can't shoot. So, I, like, if you need all that to kill some ducks or some deer, a deer, a d deer do move fast, but a deer is a gigantic target. <laughs> like, if you but again, you're not coming back with any meat. You're sending the hound <laughs> off to go get the duck, and the dog coming back confused as hell because the duck don't exist no more. You done blown <laughs> it to hell. Okay. All I see, all I see is a little little lips. All it sees is a little lips the moving. The beak. A little duck bill moving. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't dog, know what it was. The dog is confused. <laughs> they don't know what you're sending them off for because you, so you're not hunting with them. Right. You're not doing that. You're not protecting your home with them because you don't need an assault rifle to protect your home. And, and this preparation for this government takeover that everybody that, 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 the people that will defend the reason why having the AR-15, because they need to form a, a, a good militia. Let me explain it to you. Mm -hmm. The AR-15, if the government come at us, the AR-15 ain't going to do nothing to them drones. Because this ain't the Civil War. They no. ain't lining up. They, no. they sending out them drones, and it's like, oh, everybody's in a big group. That, with that's your ass. That's, that's your ass, Mr. Postman. Like, that's it. So, I... so for this shooting, it occurred in Nashville at a private school. Sorry, y'all, I'm coming back from vacation. So I did a lot of, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. So my voice is going in and out. Black and women love to say, hey, hey. That's how you, that's, that's our hype. That's how we hype you up. Okay. We're going to hit you with the hey, hey, hey. So my voice is going in and out. But uh, Covenant School, private a private school. Um, in uh, connection with the Covenant uh, Presbyterian Church, um, a what was she? Twenty-eight-year-old former student, um, trans male, 
um, use, he uses he, him pronouns. Uh, that has no bearing on anything, but I just want to note, and it, again, it's another mass shooting by a white man. <laughs> but you know what? And I was reading the article that made a point to say that he was trans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here they come. Here they come. With here the, they come. With here the, they come. Despite the fact that, that the, most of the time, these mass shootings are done by heterosexual, cis, white males. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's like 99% of the time. Like, like, like it's probably, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like really high. Yeah. I knew they were going to choose the one thing, and and guess who jumped on it? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, and, she jumped and, right on it. And but her rationale was to talk about mental health and testosterone. So again, we're talking about disturbed white males. The conversation has not pivoted from disturbed white males getting their hands on assault rifles. But I just knew it was going to be an attack on the transgender community. No, it's I, I, <laughs> it should be an attack on men, but mm-hmm. I knew I just knew it. I knew it as soon as I read it. I was like, oh, there they go. It's going to be day one. They just need and and God forbid, God forbid as I'm as I'm detouring the conversation. God forbid one drag queen harms a child. Yeah. You know, I've said into some of my other podcasts, I've said it in my personal life for people that listen to me, like that know me. And it, like, I was like, you, that's not a thing because you have not heard of it because when it happens, and I'm not sure that it wouldn't be a plant if it did happen, mm-hmm. when it happens, if it happens, it'll be plastered all over right uh, right wing conservative news. Like you'll oh, hear about it. They will literally, they may orgasm on screen. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it will be, that would just be, let it be a black drag queen harming children. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. All bets are off. Everything. Oh. E- listen, they are talking about shipping us back to Africa at that point. <laughs> but i but i ain't never been i don't know where to go i don't know where to go either um that would be my first time there but um back to nashville we're supposed to yeah be we're making go. light and 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 i'm trying to bring an upbeat tone to something that's tragic yeah in my own crazy warped way yeah. because like i'm tired of yelling screaming and crying yeah. And and I just interviewed a gentleman. That interview will be up in a couple of weeks. That is a foster care advocate and has fostered over 60 children. And he gave me some uh, he gave me some statistics and and one of the deep dark secrets in this country is how many children are being trafficked. Yeah. And trafficked. And he said, "Yeah, nobody ever wants to talk about that because it's the it's the the darkest thing in our country. So they talk about anything else but that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first thing that we should care about in this country are the kids. Yeah. I, they care about the unborn kids. Yeah. 
They 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 they, they, about, they they care about you a lot until you're born. Right. And, and we'll get on to the next thing when they don't want to feed the kids, but we focus in right now on Nashville. So yeah. uh, continue on with what you were saying. I'm not going to cut you off anymore. Um, six people were killed. Uh, I do want to say their names and I, I got it written down so I don't get the incorrect. And I, again, if I do mispronounce a name, I apologize. I'm not worried about you mispronouncing names. I'm worried about that frog in your vote in your throat when uh, (laughs) it's serious right now. I'm going to clear your throat. It's giving me, um, it's giving very much like, um, quiet storm vibes. No, your voice is already deep enough. You don't need to be no deeper. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be like this, guys. I I had fun on my vacation. I don't know what to tell you. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, So you have uh, Evelyn uh, Dykehouse, Haley Scruggs, and William uh, William Kenny. They were all nine years old. Mm. Um, Cynthia Peak, sixty-one. Mike Hill, sixty-one, and Catherine Kuntz, sixty, who was the head of the school, uh, Mm. died tragically. And the um, the shooter was killed by police. Um, far be it from me to shout out the police, but shout out the, to the police for an incredible response time, 14 minutes, and they had this thing shut down. Yeah, you can shout out the police. Look, 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 look. <laughs> don't, don't have people out here thinking that we're completely anti-police. We're not. Because as I soon as, no, nah, as soon as, hurt. let your car get stolen. Let your car get stolen and somebody break in your house. You're going to call the yeah, police. Yeah, I'm going to call the insurance company. And then, <laughs> I'm call, call, and then I'm going to call OnStar because OnStar will locate my vehicle faster than the police will. Okay, well. So, again. I don't, I don't um, got an OnStar. I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push an OnStar button, though. Yeah. I, we know you will. <laughs> that's an Ooh, we should tell that story. We should tell that story at the end of the that's, episode. That's a good one. That's a yeah. Good one. Well, I mean, it wasn't was it much of a story. I don't know. I, I, if Dad was here, he would tell the story in such great detail. It would have everybody on the edge of their seat. Uh, yeah. We because probably would just, not. No, we're not going to be as good a storytellers as, as he No. Was. All right, back uh, to the kids. Biden does have an assault weapons ban out there. For Congress to vote on, um, the House passed it. The House passed a ban on assault rifles back in July, um, but they're saying it's largely symbolic because it's going to fail in the Senate. So, um, but you know, and I that mean, was back in July when yeah. Democrats had the majority, right? They now no we have enough. a Republican-led Senate, incoming Senate. So, no, no we have a no Republican-led. House. That's right. Democrats still hold the Senate. Yeah, but it's gonna die. It's gonna die in the Senate. Yeah. By yeah, it's gonna die in the Senate. I mean, you know, we talk about we're always talking about the mass shootings. There's always I'm sick of talking about it. And that I'm so tired. I think we all are. And you have a GOP that's more interested, and we were talking about this earlier, and these in this dog whistle type of politicking where they're railing against people of color, mostly black people and quote unquote woke culture and the LGBT plus community, specifically the trans community um, under this. I don't know if it's ironic or hypocritical. It might be both. My mind's not working right now. I'm still in Cartagena, but (laughs) we don't get to that. 
the guise of protecting children when in reality you could make a huge step towards protecting children by banning assault rifles, which literally, I mean, we just said this, have no real value for the average citizen aside from just having it and saying that you have one. Well, I'll go your step further. If you've had a gun for 10 years, will it shoot? Yeah. 25 years. Yeah. People, 50. People got them old ass. Right. People got guns that are 100 years old. So yeah. theoretically, there's no real reason to continuously buy guns. Right. So is is it in our culture that we are fascinated with guns? Yes. American culture is fascinated with guns. But also, people want to keep attacking the NRA, and they absolutely should. Uh, the NRA's tweet after this was disgusting. I didn't even see the tweet. What, uh, what, did, what did they tweet? If you're something about, I'm paraphrasing, if you want to ban assault rifles, then you're anti the Second Amendment full stop. But it was yeah. right after this. Uh, well, they're lobbyists. They're lobbyists. But you know who they're lobbying for? The gun manufacturers. Yeah. it's a Look, it's not a theoretically it's not a viable business because once you buy a gun, you have a gun. Yeah. The gun works. It's not right. like buying an air fryer. You get an air fryer, it might last you. My air fryers burn out every two, three years because I always get the cheap ones and then I cook every day in them. But yeah. if I bought a, a, a good one, it might last me five, six years. Right. But you're going to still have to replace the same thing with TVs and things. Yeah, like mattress. Everything it, in your daily life, it, it needs to be replaced. It needs to be right? replaced. Guns last. There are 100-year-old guns out there that will still shoot. Mm-hmm. Right? So they have to entice the people to continuously buy more and more guns. Look, there is no justifiable reason why you got 10 guns in your house. None. If you're a collector of guns, I guess if they're antique, maybe, okay, I kind of get that you want to have some some symbolic historic artifact and you collect guns people collect a lot of different things okay yeah sure but ar-15s ain't ain't a historical artifact right like so why do you got a whole who was the politician i think it was a tennessee politician Mm -hmm. that took a picture during christmas of him and his whole family and everybody holding ar-15s even the five-year-old kids like that's grooming yeah. If you want to know what grooming is, that is grooming. Yes. So, I mean, it, look, it's capitalism, baby. That's what we represent in this country. Capitalism. capitalism. Get that money. And these gun manufacturers are going to get that money. Yes, the NRA is a lobbyist organization, but the main enemy, the big boss, the Thanos, the, the Kang the Conqueror. Can we still bring up Kang the Conqueror even though he hit his girl? We're going to bring him up anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Kang, Kang, the Kang, the Conqueror, probably has hit a woman or two. Now, I'm not <laughs> talking about the actor. I'm talking about the actual character. Yeah, well, he's killed them. Yes. He's killed them. So, yes. Yes. So yeah. uh, not- <laughs> I, but I don't think you're supposed to take that in your real life. You portraying the character. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. But. The big bet are the gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. It's business. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The big bet is always business. It's, and, it's, yeah. it's not the politicians. 
there are culpable, but it's the money behind that. Yes, it's always the money. It's, it's always, always money. the answer is always capitalism. And the thing that really truly boggles my mind is that is the people who really honestly truly believe that it is their constitutional right to have AR fifteen and and to have an entire arsenal in their house, and they've fed in to the propaganda to continue to buy more and more guns to make a, a handful of people extremely rich. Like, it's literally not about that. It's li they only care about your money. They only care about your money. Well, but I mean, you get that though, right? Because it's fear. Like they're, they're, they're pushing fear, right? Yeah, like that's how they do it. You and our brother went to Texas to help with hurricanes. Hurricane Harvey, yes. Hurricane Harvey, right? You were driving from Atlanta to Texas. Yes. What was mom and dad's instruction to you guys as you were driving? There was a lot of instructions because, of, you know, we're driving through Alabama, Mississippi. Right. And Texas. And Texas. Okay. Um, be careful where you stop. Right. <laughs> um, drive the speed limit at all times. Um, comply, comply, comply. So, you know, did you and our brother have any problems when y'all made that drive back and forth? No. Not to say that things don't happen in those areas, mm -hmm. but it is not 1960 anymore. Because of the route I took. I wasn't okay, okay. going through West Bejesus, nowhere, Alabama, Mississippi. But it's a fear. It's a fear that is warranted, right? It's a fear right. that is warranted because of the history. But it's like it's like when I went to Boston, and Boston is notoriously a racist town. I was kind of in the outskirts of Boston, and I went into a bar where I was literally the only black person. Maybe it's my stature, all right? So there's some, there's some privilege in that because ain't too many people – when they see me in person, going mess with me. But those people, it was like I was having conversations with with neighbors, right? Yeah. The, the, the idea of what Boston is may very well absolutely still be that, but it's not the 1960s, 1970s anymore. Well, I'll, I'll make a point about it. Um, for anybody who knows anything about Texas, I spent several nights in Vider, Texas. I don't know what, what's Vida. Vida, Texas is historically a sundown town. Mm. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what a sundown town is, it means Break if you're black, you black and you're there after sundown, that's your ass. If you're there after sundown, that's your ass. Yeah, not suntown, sundown. Sundown, yes. During Jim Crow times. Yes. Yes. Um, but still also now, it's not that far from Jasper where they dragged that man back in the 90s. Right. Um, on three separate occasions while I was down there and I was talking to customers about where I was living, they offered to let me stay. These are black people offered to let me stay in their homes. They do not know me. Mm -hmm. Their advice was to get the hell out of there. As soon as I pulled into the neighborhood where I was staying, there was a giant Confederate flag flying on the corner. Yeah. Um, and you know, the person whose home I was staying, it was a white man with an Asian wife. And he was like, no, that's not an issue. You know, my wife's Asian. We don't have a problem. Those black folks were telling me they don't have a problem with Asian people. They don't have a problem with, uh, I saw um, 
women in full hijab at the at the grocery store. They don't have a problem with them. They don't have a problem with Latinos. They are anti-black. Mm. So it is very much still a thing. I didn't say that it my my art my point was it's not the 1960s, 1970s anymore. Right. But but the fear yes. is still there and it made you react and handle things a certain way. Correct. The fear that they are telling these people, they're going to take away all your guns. You're going to be left to defend yourself with nothing. Yeah. And oh, by the way, there's an invasion coming at the border. Black people are getting uppity. Mm -hmm. You're not safe. That's what you're, they're telling these people. You're becoming irrelevant. You're becoming well, obsolete. What they're, that's safe. what they're telling these people. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it from that prism, and you're and you're in an area where ain't a lot of where everybody kind of looks like you. Yeah. Media. What I mean by the media is not solely the news organizations, but television and things of that nature shape how you view other individuals. Mm -hmm. When you watch TV. And the criminal and the bad guy is always a person of color. You being programmed to be fearful of that person. And who are you not being programmed to be fearful of? That person that looks like you, that's got more money than you, that's got their hand in your back pocket, whispering in your ear, pointing their finger ahead, saying, that's the enemy, not me. I'm on your side. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I can understand why they, they fall victim to it. I mean, you know. Yeah. Rich, rich white men in this country have always been the best pimps. They've always been the best at hypnotizing yes. the people and making them say, hey, yeah, I should follow you. Yeah. All the while they're exploiting them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I get I get why why people do that. And you got to be you got to be enlightened. What's another word for enlightened? Woke. Woke. And it was funny, they, uh, this is a little off topic, but I'll be quick. They did an interview with Erica Badu, who they said coined the phrase woke in 2008 in a song, um, which is actually true. And um, they played a clip of, I want to say it was Ron DeSantis and his attack on woke culture. And then when it stopped, she was like, I think he meant black. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. An attack on blackness. Look. <laughs> To end this off, just want to pray for them babies. Yeah. All those kids that 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 saw that, they are forever traumatized. And changed. And changed because of what they saw and what they experienced that day. Maybe we should care about the kids a little bit more. We just don't, though. Speaking of the kids and not caring about them. Boy, we really, really fail children in this country. But go ahead. <laughs> I sent you I sent you a clip. This much. I, I sent you a clip about uh North Dakota. It's North Dakota. Yeah. North Dakota. Mm -hmm. Congressman. Yes. And 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 you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and play the clip for y'all. This is from a more perfect U.S. is a Twitter account. It's a clip from a congressional, a state congressional meeting about school lunches and giving kids school lunches. Uh, 
Let me play this for you guys. We talk about personal responsibility as one of the major um, principles that the Republican Party stands on. Um, yes, I can understand kids going hungry, but is that really the problem of the school district? Is that the problem of the state of North Dakota? It's really the problem of parents being negligent with their kids if their kids are choosing to eat in the first place, which is entirely the problem that could be existing here. I don't believe that it is our responsibility to carry on a program in excess of what the federal government already does. Where does it stop? We talk about personal responsibility. Okay, that was a Republican. So that is Senator Mike Wabima. Senator Mike Wabima, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's a Republican from Valley City in North Dakota. Um, boy, oh boy. So we're not protecting the kids from being shot in school and we're not going to feed them because, I mean, I guess they don't even want to eat anyway. <sighs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess babies ain't hungry. Oh, and and so, just to be clear, this is this this wants to end a free lunch program, free breakfast and lunch program for the kids, uh, because in his opinion, the parents are just negligent. So, okay, so the federal government already has a program in place to provide free lunches for anyone who is 130 percent below the poverty line, below the poverty, making 130 percent of the federal poverty line. So not just like if the poverty line, I think, is like thirty two thousand, 130 percent of that. Um what this bill, it's House Bill uh, 1491, what this bill would have done was pay, allocate state funds to pay for school lunches for people 200% of the federal poverty line. So it would fill in a gap for the people who were between 130% to 200%. Um, mind you, minimum wage in North Dakota is still $7.25. It has remained stagnant for the last few decades. Um, there are, I don't know the statistics. I didn't get a chance to look it up about the number of people in North Dakota below the poverty line, but it's enough that they thought that this, this uh, percentage above what the federal government already provides would be worth it. So the original bill, which was proposed, obviously, by uh, a Democrat. In, <laughs> I mean, obviously. And obviously. Um, was set to allocate $90 million. The bill got absolutely gutted um, to where it was $6 million over two years. It went from $90 million to $6 million, And they still couldn't pass it. It didn't pass by one vote. It was struck down 23 to 24. Um, <laughs> and I think. So let's let's do the math on that. I don't know how many people are in North Dakota. I'm going to assume. I mean, I already I did look it up. It's way, way smaller than even D.C. I think there are like 400, <laughs> maybe 500,000 people. Yeah, it's not North a lot of people. It's There's not a lot of people. But out of that, let's just say it's 500,000. Out of that, 57 people had the deciding vote on, and I'm going to say the poverty line in North Dakota is pretty high. 
Mm -hmm. they're the ones that chose that these people wouldn't be able to feed their kids at school. There are um, just under 800,000 people. It's more than I thought. Yeah. I, I thought that would be North and South Dakota combined. Yeah, no, South Dakota. But this has, isn't the only state. Uh, this is also happening in Idaho, where a person or a congressman said, hey, I don't even know of any hungry kids. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a thing. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, it's hungry kids out there. It's something else that, that I don't remember what state it was, but something else that I saw brought, and I never even thought about it that they nixed having feminine hygiene products in middle schools and high schools that would be supplied by the state, saying that it should be supplied by the family. And I never thought about that. Like, that's an added expense for a female that males have no idea. Yeah. Like, and- like we know, like, like we know that there are feminine products, but we don't really equate that to adding that to your monthly expense. Right. And that people that are already on the poverty line that are struggling to pay their rent, their utilities, don't have extra money sometimes for hygiene products, much mm-hmm. less feminine hygiene products. And I remember distinctly there was a girl in high school. And she smelled bad. We knew that she didn't have a lot of money, but she smelled bad. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like B.O. Mm-hmm. It was like a female not taking care of her smells. Yeah. Smell bad. Yeah. And nobody said it to her face because uh, she had them hands. So nobody was <laughs> brave enough to say it to her face. But behind her back, everybody has something to say. And now it, now, God, I don't know how many years it's been since I've been in high school. It's been a long time. Now that I'm older and this has come to the forefront, in my early 40s, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Her family was already poor. She didn't have a lot of clothes to begin with. They probably didn't have the extra money for feminine hygiene products. And I was talking to a friend of mine that there are, you know, groups out there just like you could have uh, um we food banks. Yeah. There are banks out there for people to get feminine hygiene products, but she yeah. said that it's like as soon as they come in, they go out. Yeah. They're immediately gone. They're immediately gone. And, yeah. and here we have is another state, once again, not protecting the kids. Not protecting the kids. Not providing for and 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 uh well, providing uh, is protecting, right? Providing is protecting. Um a TikToker her name was Coyote Annie, made a really great point that's, you know, he talked about, is it the state's responsibility? Is it the school district's responsibility? You know, these kids are in school for eight hours a day, five days a week. And we all know, I don't think there is a pediatrician in the world that will not tell you that proper nutrition is fundamental for education. I could tell you as a nutritionist. Yes. You need food to fuel you for energy to be yeah. able to do anything. Literally anything. And so even if even if we take him as if that was a good faith argument, which I think we both know it was not. I think he believes it. 
I definitely think he believes it because he's incredibly out of touch with the reality of the world um, or even just his state. So I looked it up, federal poverty line for a family of four is $30,000. So for anyone making a family of four, making 60000 or less, they would be eligible for free lunch in North Dakota had this bill passed. And if Me, you're making 60000 with a family of four, you're broke. You're broke. You're broke. Um, median income in North Dakota is 68000 So this mm-hmm. would have helped a lot of people out. It would have alleviated some financial burdens for a lot of people. But even if we take him at face value and say that this was a good faith argument and that it is really is negligent parents, again, why are you okay with allowing the children to be punished for negligent parents? Uh, I, I bet, I bet not even looking up his profile that he's pro-life. Mm. Oh, of course he is. I, I, I guarantee he's pro-life. Of course he So is. he wants to control a woman being able to have, give birth or have an abortion. Mm-hmm. But then absolve himself from any responsibility after the fact. Yes, he's a deadbeat dad. That's perfect. A lot of these politicians are, if if they're so, they, they feel like it's their children and they need to protect these unborn babies. They are absolutely deadbeat dads. These politicians. That's that's a good one. You should, that's a, we, you should run. You should coin that. Yeah. You should coin that. You heard it here first, people. Yeah, look, look. You heard it here first. We're recording this on March 30th at 8.42 p.m. Eastern time. That is us. You, you ain't heard it nowhere else. You ain't heard it anywhere else. They're deadbeat dads. Um, the, uh, another point he made, this was so, so stupid. Um, where where does it stop? That was his question. Where does mm-hmm. it stop if we're providing food for children? Where does <laughs> it end? It ends when all children have access to food. That's when it ends. And Supposedly. If and if you don't see that as a fundamental right, not a privilege, access to food is not a privilege. It is a fundamental right and necessity for a human being to have access to damn food. If Ooh. you don't see that as a fundamental right that needs to be protected by our government, why the hell are you even in government? Why are you I, even a person? Yeah, I don't understand what he thinks government's role is. If not to protect the rights of the people, uh, I guess the rights for him are uh, right to life, Second Amendment rights. It's not a right to life because <laughs> I'm dying of hunger. No, but you got to live though, and and it's your deadbeat's parents' fault. And it, and it, and you know what? I'm gonna say it here. You heard it here first. I'm not bashing the people of the Dakotas. I'm bashing the governments of the Dakotas. The Dakotas are trash because not only does North Dakota have this, North Dakota has that terrible uh, abortion ban that has currently mm-hmm. currently been struck down um, by a judge. But you know, I'm sure they're going to be fighting that. South Dakota 
has now become the second state to ban gender affirming care for trans youth. Oh, that's 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 going all over. We can't we can't no, single out the Dakotas on that one. The first state being Utah, but I mean, I mean, it's Utah. Yeah, we thought we knew that was going to be the first. That, we, yeah, we knew that. Was <laughs> Utah. It's Utah. This, this is enough said. <laughs> right. Did you know who gets the most money from the NRA? Who? Mittens. Mitt Romney. Mittens. I think they donate something. I, I read it was something like 13, close to 14 million. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, cream. Hey, hey. <laughs> cream, y'all. <laughs> Look, Cash I, I'm getting depressed. I don't want to talk about how we doing the kids no more. Like, we don't protect kids in we this don't. country. We don't protect them in we terms talk a- of housing. We don't protect them in terms of food equity. We don't protect them in terms of education equity, health equity. We don't protect them in the foster care system. Uh, we don't protect them. We don't protect children. In At this all. We just don't. All right, sis, that's enough of this depressing stuff. Let's talk about some fun you, stuff. You pick some heavy topics. I, well, every- that's because that's what's, that's, you know, I mean, we do current stuff. You yeah. Know? We, we talk about what's going on in the world. Right. And, 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 and something else is going on in the world is you just got back from, can this be considered a vacation? It was definitely a vacation. I went for a friend celebrating her 40th birthday. By uh, the way. This friend will probably be listening. You celebrate your 40th birthday. It's not a whole month. It's an entire she, month. No, nah, she's been celebrating it for an entire month. Listen, it's that, that, listen. <laughs> I mean, happy birthday. I love, I love you. But <laughs> you can't celebrate a birthday for an entire month. Yes, you can. Okay. Because right. she just did. So <laughs> She did? Yeah. She damn sure so did. Before that, I believe she was in Cabo. Yes. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. She had a separate. She had a separate celebra- a celebration with the fam, mm-hmm. and then another celebration with the friends. Yeah. And I we mean, had a blast. I fell off a speedboat. <laughs> oh, you um, didn't, you didn't put that in the group chat. No, I did not. You know, uh, the ocean has tried to claim me several times ever since I was a child. <laughs> there was a time I flipped off that jet ski twice. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was in Mexico. Uh, there was time I got caught in the undertow, and I, I was like nine years old. I thought the, this, the ocean has tried to claim me multiple times. <laughs> it tried to claim me again. I, you know, it's it's also my fault because I didn't listen to the guy who was that was our tour guide. I didn't listen to him the entire time. None of us did. <laughs> he gave us plenty of advice. On what to do, navigating the people, the, everything. I, we we listen to him not at all. Okay, I don't Jesus. know. Why. I don't know why. When I was getting off the boat, he told me, "You're gonna want to sit down and then just slide off." <laughs> okay, that's what he said. He said it several times. <laughs> Did I listen to him? No, I went. Yes, there was also run punches on the speedboat. Yes, we have run punches on the boat. Okay, is that what you want? You still lit. You still lit. Is it run punches or run pumpers? Run pump punches. Pump a dump pump. It wasn't even run punches. They were rum and cokes. 
that's not rum punch. Not even close. I mean, not it will punch you. It will punch you, and it is rum. So technically, I'm not wrong. Wait a minute. I, I well, I'm, uh, I'm thinking this is not Mexico. So Mexico is tequila. So I guess Colombia is rum. That's there. That's what um, they're drinking out there. No, they had tequila and everything. They had oh, everything okay. out there. Um, I don't know. Maybe the in the Caribbean, isn't it rum? That's most Caribbean. It's definitely rum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cartagena is very. It gave a very Caribbean vibe. Um, okay. Well, it's in that little, you know, like Gulf area. Okay. So there you have it. Um, I did not time jumping off the boat well. Because if I had, I wouldn't notice the wave coming in. (laughs) And as I jump, now when I tell you, I didn't land and then get knocked over. I never even, my feet never hit the ground. (laughs) I knocked (laughs) midair. And then slowly dragged back in the ocean. The guy jumped off the boat. He grabbed me (laughs) to save my life. The ocean tried to claim me again. Yeah, mom's going to be listening to this and just be like, what? My baby? Yeah. But when I tell you I had a blast, I, I mean, she planned that trip impeccably. Um, we always knew what we were doing that day. Well, that sounds about right, because that's who she is. Yes. Um, it was planned impeccably, and I, we had an absolute blast. And it's always fun when you go with people who are fun drunks, you know. Mm-hmm. I have some friends that are mean drunks. I I don't, you know, we got some of those in our family. Yeah, but it's just like at you're having a good time. Out of nowhere comes attitude. Yeah, you're just like what's what's happening? Okay, right. come on. Um, but these are all they were all fun. We didn't really get that. And well, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we drank. We had yeah, a good no. time. We had a good time. Is what that's I'm the most important thing. Yes, we had a good time. You absolutely have to know Spanish, at least functional Spanish, to get around. Um, very few people speak English. So Google translate wasn't even helping. Google translate helps. Um, but it doesn't always translate to like, if they use slang or they use different terms, I think Google translate is based on Spanish from Spain. Mm -hmm. So not all the things translate quite the same, but it was helpful. I speak very, very minimal Spanish, but it was enough where I was like helpful at least. Yeah. Um, my friend whose birthday it was tried not at all, not at all <laughs> to speak any Spanish. She did. She did not perform <laughs> any effort. Uh, but, Jesus. <laughs> but you know what? We hey, what can I say? I had a great time. I definitely would recommend. Cartagena, um, I was able to go to a place that was called Palenque, and it's a town uh, founded by escaped slaves. And they call themselves Africa outside of Africa. And it literally did feel like I had stepped into Africa. It was absolutely beautiful the way that they maintained um, so much of that cultural heritage. And it was it's important to them to continue and maintain those cultural heritage down uh, from the dancing. They have the schools, uh, they have a school there to learn the traditional dancing um, to the food, even the traditional way of preparing the food. Um, 
They literally take an hour to crush corn by hand for cornmeal. Like it's absolutely amazing. We got to uh, visit this amazing abuela, this uh, older woman, and she fed us and we got to see how she goes to the market with the with the food she makes and the basket on her head and sings a song to sell her food. Like it was absolutely amazing experience. So yes, I highly recommend Cartagena and it's a beautiful country um, and a beautiful city. So, you know, that's when you said that I sent a text, when you said that you were going, I sent you a text and I was like, you know, that was one of the two choices I had for going for my birthday because mm-hmm. I didn't get the chance to celebrate my 40th. We were in lockdown. Yes. Right. My 41st, I got to experience a little bit. My 42nd, I literally had COVID. So this year for my 43rd, yes, I'm about to be 43, ladies and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. uh, which is tripping me the hell out. Um, I I, I was like, yeah, I want to go to Cartagena. I actually want to go to Cartagena and Bogota. My trip was going to be going to both because, you know, know, I wanted to go where the hood is. Uh, (laughs) Everywhere I go, I got to go where the hood. Find that in Cartagena. Well, Cartagena... Cartagena yeah. has got got more money than Bogota. It's like yes. it's like DC and Baltimore hoods. They're different. Mm-hmm. When DC hoods are scary, Baltimore hoods just a little bit scarier. Yeah. So, uh, but, but it was like that or New Orleans, and then I was like, I'm not going to New Orleans in in the middle in the middle of the summer. I'm gonna die. Um, yeah. You, you, and then you also might I need die to- in Cartagena. Um, it was warm. <laughs> It was warm. Uh, was it humid though? Because New Orleans is going to be humid. humid. But Cartagena is literally on the the beach is Cartagena, so you're getting this amazing breeze off the water. It's okay. windy. I mean, I can't even say it's breeze. It's windy. <laughs> it's windy. Um, so you you will get you'll stay cool. Like I stayed pretty cool. While I was mm-hmm. there, and especially uh, we went to this place called Cafe Del Mar, which is up on. So it's called the Old Wall City because there's an old wall around the city that they use for defense, way, way, way hundreds of years ago, and it's still up. And there's even still some cannons up, so it's on the wall, and it's great view of the sunset. So everybody goes like right before sunset to watch the sunset, and there's a DJ. It gives a real Ibiza vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, there was a great breeze coming through. We, it's, you have an amazing time. Actually, I'm getting a call right now from the birthday girl. I will call okay. you that girl. Um, <laughs> well, that, you know what? On that note, <laughs> on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, go to Cartagena. Now, am I going to go for my birthday now? No, because as my best friend pointed out, cause she, she said, she hit me up and she was like, we should go to uh, I think she said Greece for your birthday because there was some oh. package that her and yeah. her friends were, and it was actually like during my birthday and I was like oh yeah that sounds like a good idea I was like oh yeah I just need to get get my passport renewed mm-hmm. she was like okay I'm gonna be on you all week and she did she literally texted me like almost every day all last week to mm-hmm. be like don't forget your passport and guess what I still have not done you gotta go. You gotta get your passport. I, 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 I also recommend global entry because coming back into the country, everybody's walking, standing those long lines for customs, and I just went 
right past everybody. Uh, well, it was fantastic. I also highly recommend Global Entry. It's worth it. Well, I got to get my passport first. Yeah. But on that note, you've been gone. It, it, the people don't realize that you've been gone, but uh, because there was a show that posted last week mm-hmm. and it was our it was our argument show where, where some people were live tweeting. We're live not tweeting, live texting us about the argument. I'm like, just watch the whole show and then yeah. and then Texas what you what you think about it. But thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you right. for listening. And thank you for the views that, that I've gotten for the latest episode with the madam, Miss Olivia LaRue. It's the highest viewed YouTube video. And there's a part two coming out next week. So check that out. But Jay, oh, and there was a story that we were going to tell. What was the story that we were going to tell? Oh, about you pressing on star. Pressing on star. You know what? That'll be on the <laughs> that'll be on the after hours uncensored show. Sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash unsolicited perspectives to see not only all the after hours shows, but also the talking ish shows. There's like 10 to 12 episodes on there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content on there. So to check for five dollars. If you don't want to spend five dollars to get all that content, something's just wrong with you, especially if you enjoy the show. But Jay, what are you gonna tell the people out there? Um Buenas noches. <laughs> is that all you gonna say is buenas noches? Uh tienes un buen día. All right, and I'm gonna say Feliz Navidad. <laughs> If you do decide to go to Cartagena, please work on your Spanish because you will need it. I actually can speak. I actually can speak Spanish better than you can. I, you didn't prove it with the Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But on that note, I'll holla. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, out of 5,000. Peace.